0: Well, 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 What the fuck you mean you know DJ B to Preach, Care, Preach with Rashad, we are the prophets, here an episode another sermon coming at you from 12 On Sports, Zingo TV, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart Radio, and Spotify, anywhere else you can hear us. Rashad, man, what's going on?
1: What it do, baby, Kawhi, LeBron, they, they back tonight, man, you gotta get a, the, the Kawhi
0: quote, man. What it do? <laughs> yeah, exactly, man, it, it's gonna be a fun one tonight, uh, before before y'all get into y'all NBA mode, um, uh, you know, now with the bubble, actually, the games are actually for real now. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about some things, uh, you know, football-related a little bit before we get into the, all the basketball talk. But first, we do have a guest. Uh, he's he's uh, also a, co- a co-host of uh, Dose of OJ. Uh, he's also from the Unwrapped Sports Network. Uh, Owen Wadison, man, what's going on?
2: What's going on, guys? It's going to be a great episode. Talk some football. Talk some basketball. First night basketball's back. What more could you ask for, man? I'm ready to get into it. Big night.
0: Exciting times, man. For real. Uh, we got we got a little news. Deshaun uh, McCoy signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, what are y'all first initial reactions?
2: Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the same thing, man. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Name-wise,
1: cool. Production-wise,
2: crickets. And now you got a quarterback and a running back that, you know, six years ago maybe, everybody's calling them Super Bowl favorites, and now it's – it's just name value. That's all it is. Ronald Jones still
1: their best back. See, man, this is why you want to show Rojo or Buzz. That's my guy. I drafted him in Dynasty, Redraft. That's my guy. I don't care about Keisha. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care about
0: Shady. <laughs> None Shady. of them. Shady Ronald Jones
1: or Buzz for them, man. Let them play. Hey, Shady can go stand in the shade. It's Rojo or Buzz.
0: I like Rojo. <laughs> I, I'm about to say this this probably is is it for Rojo. Like, he has to go, he has to go crazy. And the thing about it is, like, if you draft one and you sign somebody. That's a, you know, I, I don't know how to look at that for, for my boy Rojo.
1: Man, Rojo better step it up. He's going to be, what, 23, 24 this year? This the prime time to, to have that breakout year as an RB. Everybody out here getting paid, he better step up and get paid too. <laughs> you're you're Everybody sure. out here getting paid, man.
2: Everybody. They're tossing money around like it's nothing nowadays. That Every position, every player, oh, look, you're good. Here you go. Here's the bag. Come get it.
0: Man, what? Throw,
2: throw it in the bag.
0: Yeah, uh, we. Spock, speaking of that, uh, Jamal Adams finally get traded. He wanted the bag uh, from the. He's Jets. gonna get it too. He uh, he he's gonna get it now. Before we really dive into, it, all right. So we know what the trade was: uh, two first round picks, a third round pick, a starting safety, all uh, for of Jamal Adams. Now, when I got this, and I I seen it, I was like, two first rounds, like that's they got they got quarterback ransom for a safety. He may be all pro. But that is a lot to get for a for a safety.
2: I don't think they got enough.
0: You're right. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I,
2: I just I, I don't think they got enough at all, man. Look, Jamal Adams, like you said, the Jets' only All-Pro player last year, the best safety in the league. I don't even I don't even think it's close, to be honest with you. I mean, you could toss Stern with James in there, but he's playing more free safety than strong size. So, <sighs> I, I think it was a good move for Seattle. I really think the Jets could have gotten more in this situation. Jamal Adams has a whole nother year on his rookie deal, and now the Seahawks have the best safety in the league, uh, the best secondary in the league right now, maybe behind Baltimore, if you ask me. I think Baltimore probably takes that number one spot still, but Seattle's dangerous. You had a whole nother year on Jamal Adams' rookie deal, and you let him go. I mean, I would say Jamal Adams could have handled the situation maybe a little bit better than he did, but the Jets really didn't help all that much you toss cj mosley 51 million guaranteed and living on bell 50 million but you can't pay jamal adams and you get these two draft picks back that yeah they're good value but how high are the seahawks picks going to be for the next two years especially now they got adams really I, i just don't know that it that it's worth what what they're giving up he's he's a hall of fame talent and you can't just let that walk off
1: Yeah, just messed up big time by being so bad in general because now you're letting go of an all pro player and he's gonna go right to a guaranteed 10 win situation. Seattle's not gonna, you know, be an 8 and 18, they're gonna win 10 games, so he's going to a winner in a stacked division and he easily becomes one of the top five players in that division. So, for Seattle's standpoint, I like to move. I feel like the precedent was already set as far as when you kind of trade a transcendent kind of player that can transform your team, you kind of have to give up those first round picks. Like, you know, when old linemen get traded and stuff like that, they kind of give up some first. So I wasn't really tripping off of the off the picks. And then, of course, when you trade a player, I mean, you kind of have to give them a safety back to get your safety. There's no point in keeping him. So I wasn't really tripping off of the assets exchanged. I thought Seattle did pretty good. They're going to be a – they need to open the offense up a little bit more, but from the defensive side of the ball – he fixed their scheme. I mean, you got Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams on the same defense. Seattle, look out for Seattle.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a I thought it was a win-win for both sides. Like, they're in the real aesthetic, because like, all right, so Seattle's trying to win a Super Bowl. They're they're trying to compete with the four ers in their division, along with Arizona, along with the Rams. But and they, they have they've been missing their Cam Chancellor for a long time in their Seattle defense. So you you get an all-pro safety over there, you're talking about, okay, now. Can we be one of the best defenses in the league with with a defensive minded coach? But on the Jets side, you, what would, what would, what was Jamal Adams doing for you as far as making you you know toward the like the goal, which is make playoffs? I mean, right now the Super Bowl is too far away, so your goal is to, to make the playoffs. I don't I don't know if a safety was, was warranted keeping, whether whether it's Jamal Adams or not, because Jamal Adams well, he wasn't going to make you win another game. Like, I mean,
1: hey, we saw Miami flip Minka too to the Steelers. Like, he wasn't doing anything for
0: them, right? I mean, because all, all Jamal ain't gonna do is lose. So for the Jets side, it's like we're gonna lose with Jamal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like we might as well lose without him, and that way we we get assets for it because Joey Douglas, like, he inherited like a terrible, terrible team, like you mentioned. And I'm not the biggest Gates fan. I actually despise Gates. I, I think I think Adam Gase for offensive mind has ruined a lot of offensive players. Uh, we've seen Keon Drake have great success now on the cliff. We've seen uh, Tannehill take his team one win from the Super Bowl. We've seen Devontae Parker. Le'Veon Bell last year. <laughs> and we seen yeah, right. And you see Devontae Parker finally breaks out. After all these years, he's gonna break he's gonna break out. He finally does it without Gates there. So we've seen a, a lot of different players that finally emerge. And uh, you know, Sam Donald has been struggling for a while. So it's like, but like like he didn't have the O line. The weapons, Crowder, Anua, I mean, they're not bad, but they they shouldn't be number one guys. Your defense outside of Jamal and Mosley, who Mosley missed all last year, I mean Marcus May, you kind of Avery
2: Williamson, but I Every mean, Williamson hurt. and CJ Mosley both were hurt Right, almost so, all last so year.
0: You're talking about two guys in the Grey Williams defense in the middle, that would that would have been something special. And the and Jets defense wasn't that bad last year. Uh, Marcus May, you kinda of, you paid Tremont, Tremaine Johnson. That wasn't really a big I mean, a good sign that he didn't really plan out. And you got Quinny Williams, um, you know, down there and then the block. But you have a lot of like pieces that you have to fix. And it's like, you're not gonna do it I mean, without the assets. And I think I think that's why it was good. And so far on paper, everything they've done since he actually been had his whole season under his belt as a GM, like paying all these guys on the O-line, drafting Makai Becton, getting Sam Donald the weapon Like, you see strides. And I understand Jamal Adams' thing, why he wanted to get paid, because, you know, through three, three years, one-time all-pro, two-time pro bowler, um, one of the best in the league. But it's like, it's not doing nothing for us. To, you know, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I understand that, man. I think we got to talk about Seattle the most, though. I mean, the Jets – Still in the same situation. They haven't made the playoffs since 2010.
0: Right.
2: Not the greatest head coach. They're just – they're in a hole. I don't think they're bad enough to get a top 3-4 pick next year, especially if Sam Darnold can stay healthy for a full year, and he didn't really have any injuries. It was more sickness than anything at Mono for, what, three, he, four weeks? Wow. So,
0: <laughs>
2: I, I don't know. Le'Veon Bell I think really has to step up for them. He didn't have the offensive line, neither did Darnold, and I don't think that helped him out a whole lot. But Seattle, man, that's secondary right now. With Jamal Adams, you got Quandre Diggs, Jamal Adams, Shaquille Griffin, Shaquem Griffin, Bobby Wagner, man, that that whole defense. Even if they don't bring back Clowney now, which a lot of people I've seen on Twitter saying, oh, they brought Jamal Adams in, they can't pay Clowney. I don't think that's the case. You still got Jamal Adams on a rookie, deer, all, rookie deal all next season. So if you bring in a Clowney or even some other vets that are still out there for a year. You know, you're going all in win now in 2020, which is really what this move says uh, to to everybody. I think Russell Wilson is on his last leg. Everybody knows that still one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but they don't have much more time. And I think Pete Carroll knows that. And I think the the value that Seattle got out of the trade, even though I don't necessarily think it was bad for the Jets. I think the value that Seattle got, especially right now in the situation their team's in, is the best they could have done with what they had
1: yeah I think Seattle is kind of Russ or Bus, but they're kind of trying to patch up the defense where if Russ doesn't have a great game or the running game kind of goes down again, they can still you know I think last year they won well all the games were doing like uh one score so they were and they were in some close-knit games so you kind of needed to add something to your defense to take pressure off the offense or maybe you need to go out and get the retired unretired retired unretired AB. You might need to give us another <laughs> weapon. I mean, you know, Seattle, if you're going to go for it, go all in. Try to get Clowney on a cheaper deal. Try to see if you can get A, B under wraps. If you're going to go all in, I mean, you're going to get one year because, like you said, Adams, he's going to want his money. You're going to trade everything for him, so you got to pay him. Yeah, and,
2: and, and that's what I was about to say. You, you're not just going to trade for him and then not pay him after this year, you know. Too much and I capital. think even – yeah, even if they don't bring back Clowney, adding a guy like Jamal Adams with the weapons that they have in the secondary, yes, the defensive line needs some help. They they lost uh they lost Clowney, still haven't re-signed him, lost a couple of other guys as depth guys. But adding a safety like that adds in uh uh pass rush without adding in pass rush. Jamal Adams had six and a half sacks last season, which is I believe was league high for safety. So you know that Pete Carroll defense is going to be fun to watch. They're real cover three heavy, and you really couldn't have a a better guy to ask for to cover the middle third of the field. They got their kittle stopper now, and you know, they're going to need as much help as they can. There's a lot of weapons in that NFC West this this coming year. Hopkins added. That Shanahan offense is going to be insane. McVeigh still there. Jared Goff maybe not not it for for the Rams, but McVeigh is still a threat as far as his offensive mind goes.
0: See, I, I don't I don't know really how much Jamal. Um, like he's gonna be he's gonna be a great player no matter where he goes. But like leaving a Greg Williams defense where he's he's putting you in the right situation, um versus like the Seattle defense, which you know is very, very simple. Greg Williams, you know, he, he wanna kill you. Like that's aggressive. Right. So now <laughs> so now you got a Seattle defense who's like they just play sound and without thinking and just, just react. And I don't know if he I don't know if he will be used to blitz a lot now. Uh, which could take away from you know his greatness, you know, if you want to say, um, you know, he's just not a guy who gets a lot of interceptions. He's not used as a ball hawk uh, when he was in New York. So you know, will will they have will they use him like that, or, or what would be different? Because like, I think Marcus May now, before y'all kill me when I say this, I think Marcus May is a more complete safety than Jamal Adams. Like we're talking about, I
2: say you gotta be careful with your now listen, words there. Now
0: listen, now listen. <laughs> what I mean by what I mean, by that, I'm like, we talking about. I'm trying to think of who you can compare him to, but somebody who can do everything, maybe not at an elite level, but he's gonna be good. Every, like you can put him in pass coverage, you can you can blitz him, you you can you can have him in the box, whatever. And he's gonna be good. With Jamal Adams, you know, he he might not be as great in pass coverage, but he's gonna excel and be the best of the best and this and this and that, and he does it at an extreme extremely high rate. So. I think if I think Marcus May will take a step. I think that's why they got McDougall What's his name? McDougal. Whatever his name is.
2: McDougal. I, um, I think he's a good addition to it. Yeah. He's just he's more exactly. of a league for his safety. I think, like you said, he, he reminds me a lot of Marcus May, and he's not going to do anything outstanding. He's not going to make right. you a whole lot of big time plays, but he's not going to make a ton of mistakes either.
0: And I, and I think that's why you, when you look at the Jets side, you'd be like, if Marcus May, if, if Marcus May had the season under Greg Williams, being Jamal Adams. How good would he be? Like you know, what I'm saying and and, and if, if the Jets can, if they get that right, it'd be like, oh, we got a steal in this trade. And the Seattle side, you like, okay, McDougal McDoug- wasn't. I can't say his name right. Bradley McDougal. McDougal. Oh look, I want to say. McDonald I thought it was so McDougall too. I want to so. say McDonald so bad, but McDougal, like like you say, he, he don't he don't make the plays that Jamar Adams would make. The, those jumping over the line, take the ball out, of Daniel Jones handed. That was crazy. Like those plays are superstar guys. And that's what you're gonna to bring to this 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 uh defense and you're gonna have him flying around with Bobby and then adding Jordan Brooks. This this team is super fast. And you know, the corner the corners are very long and to so try to go long with them, they they put the hand up. It's gonna it's gonna be hard. But I th- I think I think uh choosing Jamal over Clowney from a not the play, but the, just the position, say they've over pass rush, if they can't bring no pass rush in. Do you think they might regret that situation uh, when it comes down to it? Because if you can't get to the quarterback, I mean, you're going to have to use Jamal or Bobby in blitzing. Because how you how you gonna get home and, and create pressure? Because I'm not scared about it on that on that front on that front four right now.
2: I think it depends on how you look at it, and if Pete Carroll's willing to change up how he does things defensively. Because I think Jamal Adams is a hell of a safety as far as run support and pass rush goes. I think he adds a lot there. And you got to think, too, the better your secondary is, longer QBs have to hold on to the ball. So I I think a better secondary can equate to better pass rushing, even if you don't necessarily have the greatest pass rushers. Um, Jamal Adams does that for you. Like I said, the depth that they have in the secondary, again, Jamal Adams, Quinn Dunbar, Shaquille Griffin. And then you still got a young Trey Flowers out there who didn't have the best second season, came into the NFL as a safety, and they switched him to a corner. Didn't play great last year, and I think he's bound you know, for some some breakout moments this year. He has some good moments at corner last year. They got a ton of depth everywhere, but the defensive line it is the worry. They were 22nd in, in rush yards per game, too, last year as far as opponents go. Uh, so that defensive line, if they don't retool it in a way that they like with guys that fit their scheme, it, it might be rough up front for them, but they're not going to allow a whole lot of passing yards. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't see them regretting it because you got a more talented, younger player. So, yeah, pass rush is valuable, but clownish motor runs hot and cold from time to time. At least with Jamal, you kind of know he's a younger, healthier player. He's going to give it all he's got from day one. And plus, he wants to win. He's going to be so excited just to be on a a competitive (laughs) team. Yeah. yeah. So, so just that energy alone. And then you got to think about Pete Carroll's a smart guy. He has a smart staff. They're gonna put this guy in position to make plays. They're not gonna just let him stand back there and try to cover, you know, this side of the field. Just cover this man. They're gonna use him to his fullest extent. Everything he does, great pass rushing, blitzing, just blitzing. And they're gonna put him in the right positions to make plays.
2: Yeah, I, I think this move too was was really a, a Seattle when they made this trade was looking at San Francisco like, you guys ready? Let's go. Let's go to battle. You know, they they got. That uh, that Shanahan offense is great. A lot of movement, but one of their biggest weapons is George Kittle, who killed the Seahawks last year, all season long. Now you got the best tight end covering <laughs> safety in the entire league to go one on one with one of their best weapons on offense. So, it, I don't know.
0: Now I know I know. So all right, so do y'all think the the, the needle moved a lot with Seattle, or like like I know some people are like oh they they didn't close the gap on four because. You know, as far as I had him winning 10 games now, before Jamal exactly. Adams, you know, they, I mean, it does help your defense out tremendously, of course, but it's like, are they going to be no. It, it's not a
1: quarterback. It don't change, like, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it don't change anything. Like, is it if your defense be, was solid, he had him still 10-level win.
0: I mean, is, is it going to be one of those uh, situations, like, um, where if you, you, were, you were in a lot of close games this year, you got the breaks, but then this year you don't? Because, you know, you you got to think. Like, most of those teams who are in those situations, the next year they they fall off. Think of the Chargers, the Cowboys, and the Rams. Those are the main three last year who the year before were in these close games and pulled them all out. And now this time, now they're outside the playoffs. Now, I guess
2: those teams' talent level compared to the Seahawks one, I think, is a a little bit. I about to say it, it's pretty far in comparison, I think. Hey, I'm about to
1: say they don't have the, Russ the either. The Chargers, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Chargers, man,
0: that's a the talented team, and they regrets pretty bad. That was that was bad. Yeah, that was really bad. And uh, you know, that- I, I
2: think the four are actually the team that's gonna take a step back in that division. I think people have caught on to what they're trying to do as far as how he moves that running game around. That was the most lethal weapon. I think after people have seen the Super Bowl, every single eye in America watching that game, watching how Jimmy Garoppolo performed through the air people are going to force him to run or to pass the ball. They're going to stack the box and make Jimmy Garoppolo beat you. And I think that's the key to beating San Francisco. I just don't think Jimmy G has got it. And Russell Wilson does.
0: Now to, to, to say that now would it win 13 games? Oh, no, nah. probably not. Nah, I four, think so. Probably I think not. 12 was probably t- yeah. t- 10, 11. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause you know, you, you can't really project like Ravens winning 15 and 49ers getting how many wins they got. Well, I think 14, um, but it's like, the only reason I say they probably won't regress as much as far as a team record-wise, yes. Team is Jimmy G is going to be his second year starting. Technically, you know, as far as maybe a full season. Full he, season, <laughs> right? And then and then, Kyle Shanahan did address the the receiver position early, like first round, got Ayuk again, and he do got a lot of pieces, and you never know, like maybe Jared McKinnon, he 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 signed Jerry McKinnon to be that guy because he has a lot of. Like tools like that's why Minnesota loved him, but like he he paid for him, and we haven't had to see him, so you know maybe like those little small little things like can keep him from not regressing. i I do understand what you're saying um and I think
2: most are leaving that team too is a that's that's a big loss
0: I mean uh brita
2: brita that's brita. right, Matt Britta, my bad
0: I'm glad Brita got traded because I had him in dynasties
2: for fantasy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I always got to come back. That got come back. To I love training, that's the
2: man. first thing that you're worried about. I know oh. as soon as you saw that trade, too, Kev. That's the first thing you said to yourself, yes.
0: man. Hey, you. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, Rashad. Rashad know the struggle I had, man, with running backs in the last. Yeah, year.
1: running backs were dropping Ooh. like flies,
0: man. Ooh, uh, bad. Good time, but yeah. I mean, this, this NFC West is absolutely loaded. It's crazy. Like remember, Rashad, we had we had uh, Eric Crocker on with the 49ers and he was talking about how like everybody keep adding great talent, like Klein had came. Then you had – now you got Jamal Adams. d then came to the, to, the, uh, to the division. They drafted Kyler Murray, who's already looking like a top-ten quarterback in the league already in. It was like, man.
2: Shouldn't have won offensive rookie of the year, though. Should have belonged to Josh Jacobs. I'm just putting that out there.
0: It's, it's always going to be the QB league. I, mean, I was a quarterback. I was saying, yeah, It's yeah, always going to be. Then Jacob's, Jacob started
1: missing games, too, so he kind of lost by default. I get what you're
0: saying. I get what you're saying. Like, that's, right now, like that, money that's, already. That's my
1: guy, too, man. I, I was campaigning for him, too. When he started missing games, I was like, I'm going
0: to say, I already got money on Joe Burrow, so you better go ahead and follow it and put it on Joe Burrow. No,
2: I. <laughs> it's hard to bet on anybody else but him with what Cincinnati did to surround him right. in a draft. I, they did a good
1: job. Right, this, this... Hey, cl- Throw a little money on Clyde. Clyde might steal it, man. You see, Damian sitting
0: out. I don't know. It's it's too, it's too many weapons and cheese for me to do it. But, um, but the, the NFC West is just it's too loaded. And I, I heard somebody was like, they might just beat each other up and winner going and have it's ten wins. Place. But they yeah. the be the they would on the best team the lead. But they got ten wins, like. And that's very I mean, possible. Y'all,
2: y'all, y'all remember that Sunday night game between the 49ers and the Seahawks last year that went down to the absolute wire? That was one of the best games of the entire both of them, regular yeah, season. Yeah, both of them
0: really did, yeah. hmm Yeah, about say, yeah Jordan, that game was, I was good. And then... And the then you know, twice. Get,
2: yeah, and you got Kyler Murray in his second year now,
1: and he, and now he has DeAndre Hopkins, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> Christian Kirk was banged up a lot last year, and that, that's a very
0: vital win. And he got the legendary legend. That's just, that just <laughs> unfair. You know, it, it really just unfair... And the crazy thing is, like, the Rams, we always forget them, and they've got Aaron Donald, who's the best defense player, in my opinion, and Ramsey, who can who can debate for the best corner. Like, they got studs too, but it's like, okay, you know, they caught on the Sean McVay offense a little bit. The running game, he didn't have Todd Gurley, so what are they going to do now? And it's like, the Rams are going to be forgotten about. I think they're going to be last in this division. I was and, about to say that. And and, and and I don't think that's a shot. I think they might still get seven, eight wins. <laughs> like, that's, just, that's the crazy part.
2: Yeah, if, if the team that finishes last in the NFC West has six or seven wins, I'm not going to be surprised at all. I mean, it's just it's, too really. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's a hard division. And you add in, like you said, you have one of the best players in the league. Again, like you already added D-Hop. You already added all these guys, and now you're adding Jamal Adams. Um, So, you know, so Jamal Adams is going to this uh, Seattle scheme, where it's the, the, the safety is usually, like, one of the best things they're looking for. You see the Falcons draft Keanu Neal early, uh, the Chargers win guy, Derwin James, uh, and a lot of different teams trying to find their cam chancellor. Obviously, they don't grow on trees, otherwise everybody will have it. Uh, but, you know, the Browns are doing it this year. The Jaguars, that's why they went to the championship year. They had Barry Church back there in the safety, his spot way back when. Uh, but you got the Colts are, are, are doing that. Um, that scheme now, which is why you see the, Darius Leonard being, you know, great, and that's why they got Buckner. Uh, do y'all do y'all think Jamal Adams will still be the best safety in this scheme? Because Derwin James, his rookie year, he made all pro. So now you got two guys that they have the exact same job, and it's really hard to find in the NFL when there's two guys that's you know different teams and they have the exact same job to do. And who who do y'all think will have will have that better season? Um. Even I know Jamal got to learn the system, but still,
2: I, I think simply because of how much talent is on that Seattle defense, I think you got to answer Derwin James, and that's not a shot at Jamal Adams. I mean, when the talent goes up on the roster, your stats go down, but wins go up. That's that's the that's the giveaway that's that you get for going to a good team. Derwin James, man, Derwin James is going to be competing with him right there for the next. 5'10", however many years. He he is talented. And that 49ers or that, uh, that Chargers defense, it, it, it it's not the same. He's got all the room in the world to do whatever he wants to do as freely as he wants. And I, I think you got to go with Durwood James. I wouldn't even be surprised if Jamal Adams didn't make an all-pro team this year, or first team at least.
1: Yeah, with safety, it's, it's tough because, you know, your stats are not going to really be there at all times. So it's kind of about what scheme you're in and what you do. Yep. And also, are you winning games? Because you know that, that always helps. You know, are you contributing to a winning team? So, between Derwin, Minka, uh, of course Jamal, you know, even Honey Badger, still like that. That's kind of going to be like your safety All Pros right there. And you got whoever, you know, some other guys could step up. And don't forget about the Harry, Harry the
0: Hit Man down there now in Minnesota. Don't so you know, yeah. Harry.
1: So you know, with, with safety, man, it, it can cha- it changes every year because somebody always emerges or a team emerges. So, um, I want to go out. I don't want to say Jamal's going to be a lock first team, I think he could definitely make one of the teams. Though. He he's just that good. I mean, it's it's hard to to say one of the two best safeties in the game won't make yeah. an all-pro team. I, I meant more
2: so first team, but no, you're you're definitely right. I I just think Jamal. <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised for him only to have a couple sacks this year unless they really don't add a whole lot of pass rush. They try and put him in the nickel, bring him off the edge a lot more this year. Uh, that nickel package that they're going to be able to offer this year too in Seattle, by the way, with with Jamal Adams, Quentin Dunbar, and those boys at Big Nickel is going to be fun to watch. So, But, again, the stats are going to go down for sure for Jamal, but name value alone holds weight in those all-pro voting. And if the Seahawks win and Jamal's stats go down, people are going to recognize that.
0: It's true. Uh, like I know, I know Derwin James. Like when it, when they, you know, Jamal came out the year before, but Derwin James was was treated just like him. And you know, when you win rookie of the year, uh, when the getting make an All Pro team in the rookie year, that's that's very impressive. And yes, the injuries kind of held him back last year. Um, and I think you know, obviously Pro Bowls sometimes hold weight. You gotta look at the situation. But that AFC safety position was so loaded with Derwin coming back, and let's say Jamal was still in New York. Honey Badger, Kevin Bayard. It's so many guys, Minka, uh, that were there. And, like, now he goes to the NFC side where outside of Harry, Harry, uh, Harrison Smith and uh, – shoot, I can't even think of another one. Maybe outside saw Harrison Smith, there's really no NFC elite safety. I, I mean, am I missing somebody? Hey, don't be sleeping on my am boy missing... Trey
2: Boston, man.
0: Man, I'm going to sleep. Hey, Trey, Trey, Trey because I like Trey Boston. He's solid. Um, after man, think, man, we, we, we got to still throw Earl Thomas out there, man. Like Earl
1: Thomas had a good. Yeah, we got Earl here.
0: Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Earl Thomas on the way down. Yeah, get him out of here. But no, uh, <laughs> you here. know. But uh, but uh It's 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 gonna be crazy. Cause like I I I've always I like to see guys like you know we always try to compare who's the best quarterback, who's the best receiver, uh, who's the best running back, and like you say, it always gonna matter about what scheme you in. Like I know a lot of people was like, "Oh, who's better between Ed Reed and Troy Polamalu doing their prime, prime for prime?" But they were used totally different, and I think I think that's I think that's why we don't that's why me and Rashad always debate who's better, Julio Antonio Brown, because they're used differently. And but now you got two guys who are elite at their position doing the exact same thing. I'm like, man, I can't wait to see who makes the more impact because you you can actually say it. Um, you know, obviously you're gonna have different things like, okay, Jamal got Bobby Wagner who's an elite. Uh, Who's an elite linebacker, but Derwin got, you know, he got um uh Bosa. Bosa and, he, Bruno, and, and the whole secondary and, loaded with Hayward, right, and all with Hayward Boys. With Hay boys instead of, you know, and Jamal don't have he don't have the pass rushes that Derwin James. So, you know, that's going that's yep. always gonna be a difference. But but you know, as far as like, okay, who who make who's gonna make the rangy tackles, who's gonna be the one in the box, who's gonna be who who can make the best pass curve I think that's gonna be great to see down the line and be like, man, you can actually compare these guys like yeah. Like, Career for career, the way if as long as they both there and, and under the same scheme for the rest of the career.
2: I think Derwin though, I think he's gonna be stuck in a lot more pass coverage. And again, the off season's not over. There's still plenty of players out there left to sign. Still lot, big name man. guys. Obviously Jadavion Clowney's still out there, um, and plenty more that I'm he's just saying, not Logan Ryan off was in the top, the top
0: was in the top 100. He a free agent. I was like, man, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's that's how it goes sometimes with some of these players. And I I think it, I mean kind of side note, but a lot of those reasons some of those guys aren't signed yet, I think it comes down to the same. Like Cam Newton situation. All this COVID stuff going on, not being able to go get physicals, the travel restrictions, the whole nine yards. This offseason, I think, would have been a lot different. I mean, hell, everything would be different if none of this happened, (laughs) but uh derwin james is going to be stuck in a lot more pass coverage i think than jamal Adams is i think jamal Adams is going to be further up in the box this year just because of the issues they have on the defensive line but you're right playing in that same scheme being able to compare those guys because they played on the exact same kind of defense it is fun to do because it hasn't always been like that in the past in the nfl so many guys even with the same kind of skill set are used in completely different ways by all kinds of different coaches
0: right exactly and that's why I even think, like, man, maybe Jamal won't do all the, the blitzing he does because Greg Williams ain't his coach no more as far as that concerned. Yep. So, you know, I hope they did their homework because Seattle, Seattle looking like they're going to be – it'll be hard to beat on both sides because you got to worry about Dangerous going crazy and their physical as, uh, specimen, D.K. Metcalf, Ty Lockett. And then on the other side, I know I don't know if you play Madden like that, but Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams make you fumble every time you hit them. They,
2: they hit you. Dude. I'm glad you said that. I was going to bring that up. I was playing a a Madden franchise just the other day, bro, as the Panthers, playing the Seahawks with updated rosters. You ain't lying, man. Jamal Adams (laughs) and Bobby Wagner, I fumbled with Christian McCaffrey like five fucking times. I swear on everything. It was ridiculous.
0: I I tell you, like, every time like you get hit or juke into them, Hang it
2: up. It's over. So you, you gotta <laughs> fall down. You have to fall down if
1: and avoid <laughs> no, getting hit by those no, boys. Man, They keep that real listed. Top two safety and top, you know, top linebacker. So you gotta you gotta keep it real hey, listed. Hey, he's
2: only the top linebacker now because Luke Keekle is no longer in the league. Just putting that out there. But you know,
1: say what you want. Top two and not two for both of them. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's move on to uh, some basketball talk. We, we you know, we got what, thirty minutes left. So all right, I know I know it's gonna be a big game tonight. I'm going to be tuned in. I'm mad because like I really got some other stuff I need to be doing, but I got to tune in from start yeah. to finish with the Battle of uh, LA coming because we Man, we were talking... Battle
1: over Orlando. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, down in the bubble. <laughs> but so all right, so one, who do y- who do y'all think uh, wins wins tonight? Um, I believe I believe everybody is in, of importance is playing. Uh, except Blue Wheel, he said he still got a quarantine. He gonna miss the first two games. So, uh, who I do you
1: don't, have? I don't think
0: Harold's back either.
1: Is Montrez Harold back? I wonder.
2: Uh, not yeah. sure. I think I might have saw he's gonna. I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. Like first, I, was, I, I think up. I
1: think Lou Harold and I think Beverly's probably gonna be a scratch too. I don't, I don't think Beverly came back from. He took a little break too. I don't think his quarantine's done.
0: Yeah, trying to see if I can find it out. Yeah, Patrick Beverly's yeah.
2: questionable, and Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams both out.
0: Yeah. And then Kuzma is questionable, but he's probably gonna play. Um, and you got yeah, my, he's gonna
2: play, but he's not gonna do anything.
0: Hey, he he, shot, he showed out last <laughs> week. Uh, but my boy, my boy Anthony Abdul-Jadavis with the goggles now. You know he he about he about to get into his Kareem bag tonight. Wait,
2: Anthony Davis is wearing goggles tonight? <laughs> yes, because he got oh he got he got poked in if the he, eye. Yeah. What, he's gonna make a sky hook and it's gonna be the best meme on Twitter of the night, I he, promise. He,
0: all, I, all he gotta do is tip it one time and make it. And that, just one, just done. one
2: time. Just that photo that's of him doing the sky hook. It. That's it. That's all he, that's he, all he do. need.
0: And, and he got the and he rocking the afro, so that's why he's gonna be even funnier. But um, I'm I'm a roll I'm a roll with the Lakers on tonight just because you know the Clippers swear that their sixth and seventh man are not playing even though they're a starter. so they're missing two starters in my opinion um, in this game. And, you know, Kawhi and Paul George are probably enough to get you the job done. But when you are playing a Laker you know, Laker team who got a lot of guys now, I wonder like I wonder how they're all gonna play if when J.R. Smith, Deion Waiters, Caruso, and Denny Green, all those all those guards now actually mean something. Uh what's gonna change? Obviously as long as you got LeBron Davis there, that's all that really matters. But tonight I'm gonna go with the Lakers. That's just simply because uh too big. Uh Harrow's their energy guy from from the front of the front court and Zubak is, is solid. Um But I don't know how much he can really do it against these guys um, down here.
2: Yeah, I think Lakers tonight for sure. Now, once the playoffs, actual playoffs roll around, it's obviously going to be a different story. But with Harold out and Lou Williams tonight, that's the Clippers' biggest advantage is their depth. And a lot of reason that people are are picking them over the Lakers in the conference finals uh, because of how much depth they have off that bench. And there goes your two biggest depth guys for the first game against the top-seeded Lakers. So Lakers tonight – To see LeBron locked in the way he was in a scrimmage game with no fans blew my mind. Looked like he was ready to score 40 in a game seven (laughs) in the the first quarter of a scrimmage. It was great to see. So I I can't imagine what he's going to do tonight. Uh, LeBron passing the way he is right now, dude, is it's magic-esque the way he's playing for real. At 35, it's insane. Um, I, I do feel bad for LeBron, though just being put in a situation with the season getting canceled as the number one seed, you finally got Anthony Davis. You had to wait one long season. You didn't make the playoffs for the first time in God knows how long, since what,
1: 07, some, some shit like that? Uh,
0: probably since oh, oh, rookie season probably for LeBron.
1: No, it was his, yeah. his second year. From like his third year on, he made the playoffs.
2: Yeah, so th- he waited that long year. They made the Anthony Davis trade happen. And then you get COVID happening. It just seems like LeBron can't catch a break. A lot of people were talking about him not even coming to the bubble, but he's here. He's locked in, and I know he wants it more than just about anybody right now. So, Lakers, Lakers by twenty. Ooh, saying it right now.
0: Damn, I should have put a bet on that one. Man. You should you feel kind of strong about that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about twenty, but I'll make it to clean sweep. Yeah, right that, that
2: might have been a little bit of a stretch. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think Lakers will win the game. Um, just for all the reasons you guys said, you got Lou Will, who's a 20-point scorer. He's out. Harold's the energy guy. That's another 15, 16 points. You, you're missing. You're, you're pissed, Mr. Mr. Patrick Beverly. He can't get <laughs> up on anybody's skin with some crazy fouls and a little trash talk. So, you know, first game back, I think the first half, the energy will be pretty crazy amongst the players. We'll probably hear a little bit of trash talk, but the Lakers should win. LeBron's on a mission. He's going to start off this game pretty, pretty hot. I mean, the only way I'll hedge my bet is if somebody like Morris comes in for the Clippers, Morris. <laughs> <it'd be. laughs> yeah. Yeah, like the only way I'll hedge my bet if he comes in and puts up, you know, 20, 22 points and, you know, kind of provides that, that extra spark. So unless something like that happens, I think the Lakers will probably win, like, you know, 117, 108, 109. I, I think it'll be like an 8 or 9 point win for them. They should win pretty, pretty comfortable.
2: I think the Lakers are going to pull away in the fourth quarter really I think it's going to be close down to them but I think that's when the depth is going to come back into play uh Kawhi and Paul George are probably going to have to play more minutes tonight which is not Kawhi's favorite thing to do <laughs> obviously <laughs> um but we got to talk about the Lakers how they got the meme team together now you got JaVale McGee Dwight Howard Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith all on the same team I can't man,
0: wait I, I, I don't see clips of the scrimmage man J.R. Smith Doing crazy, crazy then shoot. <laughs> he's the being Jarron Smith. Board. I was like, man, I cannot. I can see Jarrett Smith. Uh, Deion Waiters really
2: on. hasn't played that bad so far, though. Nah, the he hasn't, yeah. he, he's been pretty good off the bench for them.
0: I'm about to say, as a Laker fan, I was kind of hurt that Rondo went down, and it's not even because he, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't like him because he, you know, he tried to shoot threes now and all this other stuff. But we're talking about somebody, a, a vet, leaders, a veteran in this game who, a champion, know what to do. And yes, Jr. Smith, but we've seen the moments, you know, when he he's in the finals, when he when he what he has done game one of the finals, uh, what, two or three years ago. So, yeah, it was George
1: Hill fault. I ain't playing off for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, George. Nobody's like,
2: ever gonna remember Jr. Smith for anything else other than drinking, hitting, and not shooting the ball <laughs> in the right. last couple seconds in game
0: one of the finals. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. But I I knew like a, a Rondo, Dwight Howard, Davis, like LeBron lineup. It's just so much IQ on the court at all times and i was like that mm-hmm. you know you know a lot of people say oh lakers don't have the dogs the clippers got or you know the they're not as hungry as a, a boston team or, or the one of the young guns miami team but the people are very really, really undervalued like like IQ and intelligence on the court and you know for some some guys who not the most athletic or not the most uh you know can shoot all the threes they they use that to their advantage and they become one of the greatest, you know, the plays. So that's why Dwight Howard can stay, you know, can stay so long, even though people want to kill him all the time for his things. And Rondo is up as well. Future yeah. Hall of Famer, man. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And, yeah, and a, a lot of people have been writing the Lakers off early. Like I said earlier, especially in the Conference Finals against the Clippers, but. The Clippers' biggest weapon is their versatility and their coach, to be quite honest. Doc Rivers, you couldn't ask for one – well, you could ask for a better coach, but that's one of the best guys you could have coaching the guys that he has right now, and they do have a lot of versatility. But I say the Lakers, maybe their depth isn't as good, but I think they have just as much versatility because of the high IQ guys they have on the floor almost at all times. If LeBron and AD are both off, which doesn't happen a whole lot when they're playing competitive basketball, you got Rondo, who – like Rashad said, should very well be a Hall of Fame point guard Um, at at all times. Dwight Howard's been to an NBA Finals. He's been there. He's done it. have a lot of veterans. Exactly. Um, When you have LeBron on the floor, the the amount of possibilities are absolutely endless. You can have guys that have never scored an NBA point, and LeBron's going to make them better players. I've never seen him pass like this in my life. I've always known he's had it, but he's, he's showing it now how much he knows the game. And and I think that's, what's
1: going to carry them through this entire postseason. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a Clippers guy. Kawhi's my favorite player. I think, Paul George has become undervalued at times. Now, I'm still waiting on this playoff P dude to show up. Playoff P is
0: a, myth. I, that I is a play myth.
1: Playoff P <laughs> has been gone since Indiana, man. Yeah, like, I'm I'm still waiting on that guy to show up. But I think Paul George has become underrated over time. So, they my preseason pick. I'm still going to roll with the Clippers to winning the title because I want to see, you know, Kawhi get his third one, third team make history. Of course, LeBron's going for the same thing, but I want to see the Clippers win the title, first one for them, so... But I wouldn't mind seeing the Lakers winning title just because I think LeBron's legacy doesn't need it, but people just don't like LeBron for some reason. Like, the (laughs) dude's been the model citizen. Uh, Yeah, I I don't get it, man. He can run for president right now. I vote for him. I don't care. (laughs) I I don't care. No political (laughs) background, nothing. (laughs) I'll write King James on my ballot. I don't care. Just make make sure you count for him. But, man, dude becomes so – he's – He's so great, but then you have people like, oh, he's not my top ten players of all time. Like it's freaking LeBron. Hey, baby, this dude can do everything, man. Like he's oh, carrying man. the weight of LA. He's carrying the Kobe Man, people legacy. just don't
2: like to appreciate greatness nowadays. Like he, he's That's carrying
1: it. he's carrying so many things like on his back just and he's carrying he's been carrying the lead for like fifteen years, man. So, yes. I, I wouldn't mind seeing LeBron get one more to kind of shut up all the critics. Like there's nothing you really can say about if he won this year. And plus when you got JR Dion Wade the White JaVale, the championship parade going to be epic, man. Come on,
0: man. <laughs> ch- I didn't even the, the, think the, the, about pa- that. The oh be my crazy. god. You're talking about the parade where everybody can watch, parade. watching at home. Yeah, so they watching at <laughs> home.
2: <laughs> See, but that that'd be even better though. JR Javel, Dion, all those guys would be acting the same way with no people in the streets as they would with all the people in the streets and that's going to be the best part about it. <laughs> that's going to be the man. best thing. They
1: win it the, they win the title, Cali will open up for them. It's the Lakers. We lost Kobe this year. It's LeBron. You got all these dudes. Man, if they want the a title you got,
2: you got Lakers fans that hate LeBron just because he's LeBron. You know what I'm talking about, Kev. I saw you roll your eyes, it's, man. It's, you know it's, it's true. It's
0: crazy that the people like like yes, I may be a Kobe guy, but why would you why would I think LeBron why would I hate him? Like this guy this guy he walked great. This, this, guy, this guy walked into the league and has exceeded everybody's expectations. Like, they say with, he, with, he was the chosen one, and he done, he'd been chosen. He'd done everything you asked for. I mean
2: – For a kid his age, like he did, to come out of high school into the NBA with as exactly, much hype man. as he had, to do what he's done, it's unheard of. Bro. I can't imagine – I'm only 20 years old. At 17, I can't imagine having that much attention on me at all times. This shit would have crippled me. But he, he like, basked in the greatness. Like, okay, you guys say this is what's going to happen. I'm going to do you one better. And that's yeah. always been his mindset, and he's always done it. He's always proved himself to people, and that's I'm right there with you, Rashad. To see him get another chip, uh, not only does it shut people up, but I, I think it. If LeBron gets another chip,
1: here's Jordan. LeBron's right here. He's right yeah, here. They are on the same playing field to me. Like I don't I don't do the whole ring counting thing. I don't care about ring. I don't counting. I don't like to do it either. Yeah. I only care about the MVP count because Kobe Bryant should have at least three. But, of course, situation plan with Shaq, Both of Steve, Steve
2: Nash's MVPs should belong to Kobe Steve, Bryant.
1: And then his personal stuff off the court, that, that played a part in it. I mean, Shaq should have more than one MVP. Jordan could have eight or nine. LeBron could have 10, 11. 12. LeBron could have MVP every year. Voter
0: win. fatigue, third, third, Voter year fatigue alone <laughs>
2: so, just ruins a whole lot of weight that the MVP award carries. Because once a guy wins it three or four times, it's going to be like, oh, we're just going to write in this guy again? We want to yeah. see this happen again? Let's exactly. let's do something else. Let's change it up
1: a little bit. Yeah, so, like, all those MVP counts, like, James Harden had three MVPs. Y'all just have two or three. Like, outside of, you know, what you do on the court, your value, I, I care about that. I don't yeah. care if LeBron only gets three titles or t- only had two titles. His skill set alone makes him the best basketball player ever. So, Three four titles, he's still right there with Jordan. They they won two, one A, one B. I don't care how you how you put it.
0: Now yeah. Let me, I, let me tell y'all this real quick. Um, so the two guys in NBA right now has the has the opportunity to do I'm about to say, LeBron's one of them and Kawhi, both of both LA had the chance to three win, MVPs to win three championships in three different locations. Now, as you know, now, Kawhi, yes, you could say he wasn't the best player on the Spurs, but who who really was on that that team that he won? Because Tim Duncan on the way down, Parker Janelle on the way down, Kawhi won Finals MVP that, that that series. So, but he was the
2: best player on that team in the finals that year.
0: Okay, yeah, in, especially in the finals, yeah. yeah probably, right, okay, the,
1: the last three last three games for sure, like, he dominated the last three games.
0: So you got three got two guys who who can who have a chance to win three championships in three different locations as the best player. Now I think that holds a lot of weight than. I mean, I'm not saying it holds more weight than the winning six in, in out of eight years for for Jordan, but it, it's up there as far as like I can do it here, here, or here. Can you go somewhere and you can and you can dominate with different guys? I mean, obviously, you know you got the the JR two different spots or whatever, but you know that's what veteran players. But as far as star player, I've won with Chris Bosh and and, and Wade. I've won with Kyrie and Love. Now I'm about to win with Davis or if you Kawhi, I won with the agent, Tim Duncan. I won with a rather team who never been to the finals. And I and I won with the Clippers, who never been to the finals. And I think yeah, those I, those those right there, you put they on the pedestal. Hey, we're, I, I, we're, was, go, I was I was going.
1: Go ahead, bro. go ahead, Rashad. If LeBron does, it'll hold way more weight though, because I mean, you went in LA and you gave Cleveland the title. Hey, I love Kawhi and Canada got it and <laughs> but but LeBron's gonna hold way more weight if you get LA and Cleveland. This is for you.
2: That Cleveland championship counts for, like, three. I don't don't care what anybody (laughs) says. That Cleveland chip alone, for the teams he had to play against Golden State, and that's – I don't like getting into the Jordan-LeBron argument. Hell, I don't really like comparing a lot of greats unless it's just for, you know, for for fun's sake or we're just talking. But when it comes down to arguing saying this player is better than this one, you're not going to change my mind, I don't like doing that because I like to appreciate greatness. I love watching basketball for greatness. I'm not going to sit here except except for James Harden. I hate James Harden. Oh, um, bro. <laughs> I hate James
1: Harden. Come on, bro. I got the rockets song right now, man. Come on, man. Don't, don't do not don't do my boy beard like that, man. My man could have been interviewed. That wasn't on purpose. That wasn't on purpose. Years. I promise. Come on, man. Don't do my guy like that, man. Top five official scorer ever. 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 Top five. Hmm. Yes. KD, Kobe, MJ, Iceman, and James Horn. That's
2: the top five. That ISO ball just makes me want to scream, dude. I hate watching the Rockets play. I hate watching that ISO ball. <laughs> watching that Rockets theme with him and Chris Paul was like torture to me. If the NBA ever floats that way? Nah. He's never going to win a championship with Dan Tony. I'm just going to put that out there. But but besides the Rockets, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask you all this. Like we were talking about, if Kawhi wins this third chip, where does he stand for you guys all time? Because I was going to bring up everything that you guys just did. I, I don't know. That, that chip will hold a lot of weight. Again, like you said, if he wins the finals MVP, going around to three different places, and he's won back-to-back titles in two different cities, if he wins this year,
1: whew. Hot take. I already have Kawhi top 15 title or not.
2: I respect that though. I, I Kawhi's gonna finish top ten if you ask me.
1: I, Cause it's to me as small four, it's LeBron, KD, Bird, and then Kawhi right there.
2: I'd probably mm, see Bird's a Bird's a hard place for me. I love Larry Bird, but the the era is. And that's another thing about comparing players, eras, man. Eras Eras are way different. The basketball that these guys play nowadays is nothing compared to what was going on in the 50s and 60s. Completely different style. Larry Bird was a different animal. KD is like 15 for me. Screw
1: KD. Hey, I
0: already
1: have KD at 10, man.
2: (laughs) Nah, real talk, KD is – he's right there behind LeBron. He's just a snake. Uh, But we ain't going to fault him for that. He went to to Brooklyn. (laughs) It's okay. He's got a chance to redeem himself with Kyrie. Uh, but for real, Kawhi, what you
0: think, I, Kev? You think he's going to be top 10 if he wins? So, to me, it's going to be hard to replace anybody in the top 10. Because when you, when you say that, you're like, all right, who am I going to take out? Because um, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care what it is. I ain't taking Akeem, one out of my top 10. I ain't taking Kobe I respect you. out. I respect the hell out of you for that, too, by like, the way. Tim Duncan, Shaq. Jordan, it's Kobe. it's cold. Nobody, it's so they, hard they, not, to take Bird. To it's so hard. I was I was like the only the only one I can replace him with. Like I know Rashad said he got KD in his ten already. It's like I'm I'm gonna have to take out Wilt because I can't take the rest. I was of gonna him say Wilt. I, I, I was literally take, about to say that. I, I was thinking in the out. back
2: of my head I, I, like I, if I, I, I get Wilt, I, I'm about to get shitted on. I'm
0: about, I'm about to say that that's the only logic because you can say well he played in a era that's. You know, it wasn't that many good players. Same, era you know, as, that's Bill same era
1: as Bill Russell. Same as Bill Russell. I don't want to get started on that. I don't want to get started. I on take it. Bill
2: Russell out. I think Bill <laughs> Russell's top ten. Bill Russell take been Bill out. Russell out. Bill Russell been bro, out. Bro, I got had, Bill. We had,
0: we had Bill. top fifty. <laughs> we... <laughs> 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 hey, don't hey, oh, don't don't even get us started with Bill, bro. Like, we we almost we almost had like our first, everybody see. I got I got the number one rule shirt. We almost made one that said Bill Russell equals. Clint Capella,
1: <laughs> bro, drop Bill Russell in his era. Tell me he's not Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella, Samuel Dallin, bear, smile like because he was just big. <laughs> man, anyway. All right, let me go ahead and put the caveat, man. Shout out to Bill for all the social justice reform, being the first black, and a lot of stuff. Shout out Bill for all of it. But as we talk about basketball, man. Bro, you six nine, six ten, barely shooting forty percent from
0: the field. <laughs> I'm
1: not rolling with that. You writing about the rim? How do you get twenty something rebounds? Can he ever
0: twenty points? <laughs> just put backs alone. You don't need 10. You writing about back. the rim, bro? You yeah. bigger than everybody? Like, say, come on, now. hey. Oh, we, I, I'm. We, I'm,
2: we, I'm. Listen, man. I'm glad y'all say Hakeem though, because a lot of people like to disrespect Hakeem Olajuwon, man. I have most complete center I've I've ew. ever seen ever. Yes. Most ever.
0: skilled, most complete, and it just you know. A lot of people discredit him because he was in during that Jordan, when Jordan was gone, he won. Well, okay, whatever. Like, it's the Rockets. Somebody I had mean, to win. I mean, yeah, he he never had a star to I mean, a star next to him until Clyde the second time. He had no more, no more good good like role players. But either way, it's like I that's bet-
2: like that's like faulting LeBron for losing to Golden State those years that he did. It's I- – it's-
0: you right. can't do that can't to the man King. The, the, the second best player was Kevin Love and Moscow. What you want? <laughs> exactly. What you want me to do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but for Kawhi's uh thing is like so me me and Rashad already had this like debate about it and so I'm 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 ranking I think when it all said and done, I think especially now with the injuries, that Kawhi will be above Kevin Durant. And when when, when Kevin Durant, before you got injured and before Kawhi got injured uh with the foot thing and you know all the whole load management stuff started happening. Kawhi was already emerging with, on the same level like as far as, like, I, I'm making a first team over you. And, you know, I, I'm, make, I'm making this team over, over over Kevin Durant. And I was like, Kawhi's on the way to pass him. And all it takes is for him to win. And when he went to Toronto and they won, I was like, oh, man, Kevin Durant got hurt because now it's like – if I say it now, it's like, well, Kevin Durant would have easily – you know, they would have won and Kawhi probably wouldn't have had no championship and – KD would have been above. He got four rings to Kawhi's one. Blah, blah blah. So yeah, I I think I think that all that all that reason why is like I want to say Kawhi above KD, but I'm I'm a roll with almost Rashad's ranking. I'm gonna go LeBron if he wins. LeBron, I got Bird still second. KD and I got Kawhi, um, and then Dr. J to finish up the top five. But yeah, um, so I mean it's it's really I mean preference. I I, I love Kawhi. I think me and Rashad we went to a game. To go see Kawhi. And he well, management. Low management. Load management. Get out of here. Bro. I-, I, I will mad. never
2: go to a game just to watch Kawhi because that, that's just going to happen. That and was... LeBron put it the best way, man. LeBron put it the best way about load management. These fans, and yes, there's no fans right now. I get it. <laughs> um, LeBron put it the best way. These fans pay their hard-earned money to come and see me when they yeah. come to this stadium. I'm going to do everything in my power to go out there and play for them because they deserve that. I, I am paid to do this job. It is my job to go out on this court and put on a show for these fans, and I'm going to do it as often as I can if I have the ability to walk out there and do so. I just I don't agree with the load management. I could go on about that shit for days. I, I, <laughs> if you're making as much money as they do with the training staff and everything that they have at their disposal, unless you are hurt, why the hell are you not playing?
0: I would say – Yeah, if, that's my if, only if knock he, against Kawhi, If, too, you too, was, if, you was gonna, if he was going to load manage, I think he should load manage at home. Not, cause, Cause they'll see you again, but even we, even even then,
1: bro, like it, that's still tough though. Because what if true, it just but, that one day that person only had you know to come to that game? Well, I would say this, you know if, just stuff like that. I would say this:
0: if you now if you if you like for if you live in LA, Kawhi's there, at <sighs> uh 41 games, and you couldn't see him that one game. Well, you have op- multiple opportunities, in, in my opinion. But when he's coming, like when he was in Toronto, we went to the uh Hawks versus the Raptors game, and they played the Magic the night before, and we go in there are uh, we gonna see Kawhi? Where he at? Like we didn't we didn't get no update about him sitting out. They ain't gonna he didn't, he didn't even make the trip. He I think he went back to Toronto because it was Thanksgiving. I think was right around that time. So yeah, I, th- I, think, he, yet, I think he yeah. went back home. So it was like you're not gonna play Atlanta that often. Maybe twice. And it's like you're gonna play one of them gonna be on a Wednesday, like where we went. While the other one could be on a Monday at three. I don't know. Who knows the NBA schedule? It's crazy. So I think the load management part you you ha- you have to be like a little smarter when you do it. Uh, I understand now, now bet. if now if it's
2: on a if it's on the second half of a back to back, every yeah. now and then, say so you've had a tough week, you've played the Bucks, the Lakers, Clippers, and then you got the Clippers and usually it's the Clippers and Lakers on a back to back because it's it's L A. But yeah, yeah. Hornets did hornus did that like the first week of the season and it was we'll it was Clippers hell and to Lakers watch. <laughs> yes, they did the whole L A. road trip in the in like the second week of the season. <laughs> Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Warriors, all of them, all of them within the first couple weeks of the season, it was hell. But but regardless, you know, if you're sitting out on a second half of back to back because you just played 40 minutes the night before, fine. You're, you're coming off an injury, whatever. There's circumstances right. that I completely understand. But right. if if you're sitting out because I'm tired, oh, I, I got to rest up because we're playing the Bucks two nights from
1: now. I, I I'm not I'm not messing with all that, you know. And that's why I respect guys like Jordan. If he wasn't hurt, 82 games all the time. Alan Arson, he gonna out there and play all 80 some games. James Harden all 80 something games. <laughs> and I and I think
2: that uh that mentality says something about Kawhi. And I'm not going to say that Kawhi is not a killer because obviously we've seen that he can be, but that mindset and I like to compare Jordan's mindset to that of like a Russell Westbrook. Obviously hasn't won anything, but Westbrook is ready to go out there every single night and kill you, run at you and murder you every night. By the way, Rashad, I know I don't like James Harden, but Rockets one of my sleepers in the West because of how well Russell Westbrook was playing before uh for the break. I will give you that.
1: I give you that. Hey, I'm with you. They get the right matchup. They could. They could get to the West Finals.
2: But it's, I I, I again I could talk all day about load management. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's making my head burst. I guess. Hey, but,
0: but, but before we get out of here, I want to ask you something real quick about about um. So you you're a Hornets fan. So are you so the move with Kimba Walker just just as far as in Boston, one mm-hmm. one did you understand it? And two, are you going to root for him uh in the East to to, to maybe win a championship?
2: <sighs> this is a complicated answer. Um Kimba, man, I, I was so like emotionally attached to Kimba Walker. You know, it's a small market team. We don't get guys like that around the whole a whole lot, especially in Charlotte, Lord knows. Um yeah, and I, I'm not sure if you guys remember, I think it was two seasons ago, it was Kimba's last season in Charlotte, they played the Sixers on a, a Saturday night, I think it was a classic night, they had the classic court, the white jerseys, it was beautiful, played the Sixers, went into double overtime, Kimba scored 60 and Jimmy Butler hit a game winner. I was, uh, I, I was miserable, but Kemba, it, it really, really hurt to see him go. And the hardest part about it really was that he loved the city of Charlotte. He absolutely loved it. He wanted to stay. And the front office just kind of did him dirty. And, and not even as in terms of, okay, we just don't want to pay you. That's fine. Kimba's an older guy. The money that he wanted for how long it was financially in terms of his health, I, I get why they didn't want to. But you got to do it a little bit better than that. He said, I'm even willing to take a pay cut from the Supermax to, to play. And they offered him like sixty million less than the supermax. That that's more than just a little bit. Um, but no, I I will be pulling for him personally. But the Celtics can lose in the first round for all I care.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Everybody, your like your spiel where you where can catch you at before we get out of here.
2: All right, Owen Watterson First off guys Appreciate you letting me on But uh, At Owen At Owen underscore Waterson On Twitter uh, At Dose of OJ pod Is our podcast page You can hit me anytime At Dose of OJ um, Episodes of that show Monday, Wednesday, Friday But Other than that That's about all I got
0: Alright man it's, it's time to watch some basketball uh, Get to these Oh I'm, blues, ready. I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready uh, So Preach Gary Preach shot. Rashad Appreciate you for joining us man Yeah